Hey, welcome back to Team Builders. Today, I've got one of the unique teams that hires experienced agents versus new agents. I want to unpack that and how these guys have built this monster business. Scott and Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, that was right really here. good. That was really great in unison, by the way. That thank you. So, <laughs> so fellas, uh, out of the gate, what I'm intrigued by is a you built this monster team. So, actually, Scott, unpack this for us. What's your role? What's Mike's role? Just so we have context, and then I want to unpack all this. Yeah, sure, absolutely. So. Mike and I um, are co-team leaders. Uh, we do have 30 active agents and five staff members in different roles. Yep. Operations manager, uh, marketing slash listing assistant, executive assistant, and a virtual assistant that is full-time that helps us with marketing. Beautiful. Yep. Beautiful. So how do you do co, it's like co-CEOs. How does that work? Yeah. Well, it's like having two Batmans, Tom. So, you know, we, <laughs> we, we look at it as like, uh, you know, uh, as we're, we're both active in the business, so we're yep. both active in production. Yep. And then we have uh, experienced agents on our team, as you mentioned. The average experience age on our team is over 10 years. So most of the ages we attract are people that want to grow their book of business and, and allow us to help them get there. We're doing it by, from a, a place of example. For sure. And, and, it, this, and I'm hiring ex experienced agents really gives us the opportunity to always play the long game. So like there's certainly some training and onboarding that takes place. Of course. But the, the, the fact that we are in the best position to help them, like wherever they are in their business, we're able to put away the small like building blocks of like very basic levels of, earn, of like building a business. Mm -hmm. And we can just get right into, okay, how can we execute on the highest production activity available to them? Scott, I love it. I love it. I still am going to go back to this. I have to unpack this. You know, you, you meet couples that, you know, run businesses together. You meet, you know, two, two and two couples getting together and trying to run it with four people making decisions. That's a lot of, um, that's a lot of mental work. So how do you guys divide and conquer this? Cause you're also personally producing at a high level. So who, who makes what decisions and how? Yeah, uh, I'll touch on the first part of Mike if you want. So Mike and I certainly have two different skill sets, right? Um, you know, we approach it, the business differently. You know, Mike handles a lot of like the numbers aspect. I'm really good at building relationships and helping and being there, being the, the person that the agents can always go to. Mike certainly as well, but uh, 27 years in the business for me. So I feel like I've seen everything. I've been through four different cycles. Right. Um, I am a voice of reason where maybe other agents may have only been through one cycle or none. Right. So, Mike, you want to talk about, you know, generally we, we overlap a bit, a bit of a VIN, but sure. Mike handles some of the numbers, if you will. Yeah, totally. So we, as Scott mentioned, we have different skill sets and different approaches. But the one thing that's uh, aligned around the big rock items. So I think if someone were like, how do I start a partnership from scratch? Well, it starts with over time. It starts with trust. It starts with alignment and it builds from there. And that's kind of how things have happened. I've been at 18 years, Scott mentioned 27 years. So long time, it's more like a brotherhood at this point and we come from that vantage point. Yeah, smart. And so so Scott mentioned you're more the number side, which is crazy because I when I see you on social with like 
a dog on the bed and just these sort of funny, you know, interesting skits. Don't think I'm not paying attention, Mike. I'm always like, man, that guy's got a big personality. Now, balancing two big personalities. We can spend a lot of time there, but I'm going to, I'm going to move away from, I think I got the gist. Um, you guys are still in production before we talk about these experienced agents. You've seen a lot of your friends. I mean, last year, 295 transactions, $4.2 million in GCI. Um, you know, this year already, if I'm reading this correctly. Now, where are you guys at year to date? I don't want to, I don't want to misquote this. This may be a couple of weeks old. Yeah, we're on track for 170 million and right at 300 deals. We've been able to increase our average price point, which we're excited about. We just ran those numbers and we had around 30% left. So it's been, uh, you know, those are exciting times to be continue to move the uh, move things. Forward. And that ties in well with the fact that we are still in production. We yes. absolutely um, are really prioritizing luxury, leadership and listings. So with respect to our production and what we spend our time on is those three L's. So I love it. You know, it's uh, whether we're talking big rocks or OKRs or, you know, wildly important goals, you're, you and I are already talking about, Scott, the same stuff, which is uh, my argument for everybody today is it's going to be listings, right? It's going to be brand and it's going to be leverage, right? Those love three. It. And again, there's no right or wrong. Yours is luxury listings and leadership and yeah. leadership. All right, so let's let's give the listener before we get into the experienced agent thing, which again I'm fascinated by. Um, give us an example of some of the projects you have under luxury versus leadership versus listings. Let's go listings first. Listings first. Certainly. Um, so as mentioned, Mike and I are still in production. We uh, we also we obviously we're doing a lot of social media. We've jumped all in with video. We're generating listing opportunities through video and our geographic farms that, you know, we have a lot of time in on these farms. Um, they're producing at a high level um, different areas for Mike and for me um, in different areas of town. And we're always seeking out other opportunities, other geographic farms that would be in the next tier price wise right. to therefore press that lever, if, if you will. You want to talk about leadership? Yeah, I mean, leadership, we're present. We're not absent leaders. So for our team, we're accessible. You know, I think that's the big thing is when we're calling, we have our limits, right? You're not calling at 9 p.m., but if that's what it takes to put out fires, you know, we, we really want to come from a place of like, how do we, you asked this a long time ago, Tom, in this respect, like, what are you building? What are you building for? Right. And like, we came back with an answer. Like, what are the four ways we can get the best workplace award? That's what we wanted to do. And so, like, you know, for us, it was discovering, like, our A-plus agents on our team, yep. the NFL, if you will. How do we motivate them, keep them excited? You know, uh, our college athletes, they're hungry. They need some good plays. And where do we direct them? And then the high school. And we don't take on too many high school. Most of them are, brand, you know, uh, are seasoned vets, if you will. But, you know, our goal is to differentiate our team and spend time, quality time, because they have different needs at different levels. Yeah, we have to – we have to approach each differently based on where they are in their individual book of business. Yes. So we, furthermore, we are a collaborative team. We are all about, okay, let's build your book of business. And you know, the reality is, I think a lot of team leaders might hear us say that, and they might feel like, wow, you must have a lot of people in leave that leave and you have a lot of churn. We really don't. Uh, the reality is, is we're constantly adding value. Obviously our coaching membership is huge. The Tom Ferry uh, referral network is huge you know, our company referral network and others. So we're leaning into adding value. So then, you know, 
compared to any other operation out in the marketplace, we stand tall. I love it. So you gave us a good little insight, you know, Scott, on sort of geo farms, videos. And what's interesting, just coming back to that before I touch on what Mike was saying with leadership, uh, I'm never blown away when I meet a luxury agent, solo team, et cetera, that doesn't start with geographic farming, right? That it's, you know, of course, it, it's almost implied. Of course, it's your past clients. Of course, it's your sphere. But when you're talking luxury, unlike your past clients and sphere, which you can't always dictate the average sales price, you can with a geographic farm. Give, give us just a little bit of insight before we go back into leadership. Uh, I'm running a big team. Am I doing farming for my agents or am I just doing farming for yourself? And how long does it take before you get the results? Yeah, so um, for my, we, we don't do the farming for our team members. We show them the value of like getting into a farm, their neighborhood, first of all, and then the feeder neighborhood, neighborhoods that, that feed that neighborhood, Smart. right? And constantly be looking for what is the next level for where people are moving from your neighborhood, your home base too, right? And then we have been able, we've had people, not to get too far off, uh, but I think it's relevant. We've had people come in that have just killed it on GeoFarm based on our directive. Um, to first establish a presence in their neighborhood, dominate their neighborhood, yep. move on to the next, right? And so on and so forth. And, you know, we always tell people, listen, it's investment, right? It's not an expense. You have to buy in. And who better to represent their neighborhood than them? 100%. And how long, how long, Scott, on average? Uh, um, we tell people, honestly, we tell people uh, two years. But, Mike, the little secret is if we do it right, we can, we can move the needle in nine months. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. Okay. So, so Mike, you mentioned leadership and, and a wonderful old example that I've used many times and I've had, you know, mentors of mine say, you know, every person joining your team is basically in one of three tiers, high school, college, or pro level. Right. And I, I always love that. And you used it perfectly. So how do you lead differently? Someone that is at the pro level, you know, they're, I'm, I'm making this up, Mike, you know, the numbers better. They're a five or 10 or $15 million producer. They've been selling real estate for the same length of time or longer than Scott. How are <laughs> you, true. how are you coaching that person up? How are you leading that person when sometimes not always, but sometimes they kind of feel they already know all the answers. Oh, so true. <laughs> so true. That is, that's, it's the key point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're talking about motivated millionaires, you know, like you're at the pro level, you've established yourself, you're credible. Um, I think the moment, the one thing we really look for is people that don't have it all figured out forever. You know, like this notion that I, I can't, I, I'm stuck, uh, I'm st still too long. I'm never thinking about what I'm thinking about yep. and I've got it all figured out. We don't look for people like that. We look for people that say, I'm here because I see what you're doing. You're having fun. You're killing it. And I want to learn from what you're doing because you're obviously yeah. doing something different. So yeah. it starts with like, the right people always like are people that want to grow and want to be around that type of mindset of you know of growth so like the vets that have been in the business that may look like a lot more one-on-one -on -one time so for us it's not a group setting they're not coming to the weekly training that we provide not generally we may provide lunch and they may show up but in general it's a lot of one-on-ones and it's like coaching like saying all right you're geographic farming let's tweak your postcards have you thought about saying something like this have we thought about incorporating a qr code have you thought about doing this as a landing page you know, let's plug you into our regular coaching sessions because there's so much value there. It's like, right. oh my gosh, every time we leave, we, our jaws drop. Like, oh, we have so much to do. So uh, I think it looks differently for the ones that are over our $5 million club and the vets on our team versus 
the folks that are, you know, lower than that. For so, sure. I mean, sorry. Thank you, Scott. Go one, ahead. One, one additional point is, to Mike's point, I think it bears repeating. Even the folks that have been in the business a long time are learners. They're leaning into trying to get better, right? Do we have folks from time to time that want to twilight their career? Absolutely. And we hope to help them do that. So, so of the of the two of you, who's the better recruiter of those senior agents? <laughs> I, think, I think Scott gets, not, your, yeah, gets your word. Yeah, I'll be <laughs> humble, but I'll let Mike say that. I would say also I agree. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so then let's talk about that. So how do you recruit a senior agent? Are they only coming to you? Are, are these layups because they're coming to you? Or is there some outbound recruiting directives? Yeah, I will tell you, um, the most recent folks that have come on board that classify in this category, I would say, are folks I've been had, have had a relationship with for a long time through transactions, uh, just being connected in the community, having signs in yards for a long time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of layup to be a free frank with you. We don't do a whole lot of the traditional recruiting. You know, we're not burning up the phones to strangers. Um, for us, it's been more about attracting the right people. Social media and video has been a big part of that of late. Yes. And it's, it's something that, you know, honestly, but before probably two years ago, we, we didn't really consider the benefit of, of video and social on our recruiting strategy. Um, so we've seen, definitely seen uh, some really improvement in that respect. Yeah, totally. And we, this year, we're excited. We eventually have 30 active agents, including us. We're also in two expansion markets. So we launched two different markets outside of our primary market. And we would only do that with seasoned professionals. And we worked a great business partnership. It's fruitful for all involved. And I think that's the, that's the case. If you come from the place of this is a win-win, you don't like doing X, Y, Z. How can we take X, Y, Z off your table and help you increase your book of business? That's what we can provide as a solution. And if you're twilight of your career and you're a vet, 25 years in the business, maybe there's some things that, you know, like you could do a little better that you don't want to do. We could take an offload on your plate. And last time I checked, there's not a retirement party for a real estate agent. There's not. And there's no succession plan. So we've developed a plan that we can help people in place so that they can move on to the next phase and they can have a fruitful partnership going forward with that next phase of life. May that look like. I just, w I just had Tim Smith on a live show. I think it was last week or the week before. And he was mentioning as, as this topic is brought up more and more, I think I wasn't sure if it was on or off camera, but basically Mike, he said the same thing. He's like, I'm finding these agents in my marketplace that they have, they've been legends forever. They just don't want to go through this market. They're like, I own enough real estate. I bought enough houses. But the argument is their book of business, whether it's a hundred raving fans or a thousand raving fans evaporates into the real estate atmosphere unless somebody else takes it on. So is that, is that a, is that a, is that an only out of market strategy or are you doing some of that in market as well? In market for sure, both out of market and in market. Yes. So, yeah. so talk to the listener right now, it, Scott, you go first, Mike second, whoever, right? Like talk to the listener about how you approach that person uh, or how you make that offer as, Hey, come with me and you can do less and keep getting referral fees or whatever the pitch is. Yeah. I mean, obviously these are folks that we have a longstanding relationship with. There's a level of trust that they have with us. Yep. And these folks that, that, that have used this particular agent to represent them over, you know, 15, 20, 
homes and transactions through the years. Right. Um, the, the, the agent that's twilighting their career really needs to have the trust in the person that they're going to, to use as that referral partner. So for us, the conversation is, hey, listen, you know, we're looking at the numbers. We've seen your numbers uh, slow down a little bit. I know you're wanting to do some traveling. Maybe you, you, know, you have grandchildren. You want to go visit more frequently. We want to allow you to do that, but still continue to earn and yes. to leverage those relationships that you've worked so hard to build. Yes. Yeah, totally. Mike? Yeah, totally. I think it really comes down to where what they envision a good partnership to look like. It starts with that. Like, what are the pain points of what their current operations look like? And how can we provide solutions to that first? Because yes. that's like everybody, like if you lead in and you have a good, you know, why question, like, you know, so you got this business 25 years ago, obviously had a lot of fun and built, like, what does the next phase of your, your journey look like? If you give given much thought, like in five years, you want to do more traveling? Do you want, like, help us unpack that? And we're trying to ask really probing questions to get deep so we can provide a solution for that. And we have a variety of different options for those that may be interested. So. I think it's so smart, fellas, what you're up to. And, and you know, we, we see it in our ecosystem. And I, I can't name names, but I'm literally, I'm helping two, two different groups of mega teams merge together. One of which, because basically this, this dominant team, she basically said, I don't want to sell houses anymore at, at the scale that I'm at. I don't want to manage the team that I have anymore. And this group over here, they are ascending like you guys. And they're like, come on over. Right. I mean, like we'll, we'll, we'll make it and, you know, co-branding and co-marketing, but they do have some agreements in place that say things like you have to continually shoot, you know, four videos a year so we can push that to your database. You know, you need to make sure that you, you know, generate X number of transactions. Otherwise it's not really worthwhile for you or for us. Do you have some of that stuff in place as well? And if so, what is it? Yeah, so it really comes down to like uh, the like the first year to the five-year model. So if someone said, in the next five years, I see myself kind of fully out of production. Okay, well then let's build out the plan custom to you, what that looks like. So that might look like year one, you know, we have a partnership of X and Y split and we're doing most of the work. We would still require that you're involved, like host a client party, introduce us to your database, like warm us up to the idea. These are people right. you know, love and trust and have been forever. Yep. So let us partner with you in that, in the marketing messaging, and we'll build out these templates, we'll build out these things for you, and we'll execute on them. So then, you know, year two, maybe it's a little less of what you're doing. And by the end of year five, maybe it's full on, we've just kind of taken over. So if somebody has that desire, what we don't want, and we're not the place where you just come to hang your license, we don't want to be that camp. No. We want to be no. where productive people right. go to grow. I love it. I love it. So I think for the listener right now, you know, you're listening to the Team Builder Show. You got Scott and Mike really revealing a very different strategy that one could argue is more of a traditional broker model, right? How do I get experienced agents who bring a book of business and help engineer their success? Now, here you two are in this great brokerage and doing it as a team. So someone's going to ask. So I'll, I'll ask it on their behalf. How does it work financially? Are they on, are they on scaling splits? Are they on the same split? You know, is everybody different? How do you guys work that out? You, I mean, you can give as much detail or as little bit, just help us unpack that. Like someone's going to ask, are they making any money? <laughs> yeah, no worries. Absolutely. So certainly we have, we've had people with us for a long time. Um, you know, so we have varying degrees of what that compensation plan might look like. Yes. Um, you know, and for the folks that have been with us the longest, 
um, it is different than for folks that have come on, right? Sure. I'm not saying it's necessarily better, it's just different, right? Yes. Um, but we are all, we're, we're absolutely value-based. So what I mean by that is we're ha we have all our team plugged into the coaching platform, mm -hmm. right? We're attending events. So most smart business people recognize you gotta, you gotta give something up to get something, right? So yes, um, we're making money, our team's making money. Um, Mikey, what else you wanna add on that? Yeah, I mean, we are a profitable team. You know, we're constantly looking at those numbers saying, you know, how do we add more value and what kind of things do after we give it a year didn't work, you know, and being real with that. At what point mm -hmm. do you say, all right, I'm not going to dig my heels in. After six months to a year, it's not working. We need to pivot and make some adjustments. And so we're looking at that constantly and saying, you know, what can we do to do it better? And so the folks that come on, uh, you know, there is a tiered system that we have in the beginning uh, of the year. And then it kind of graduates from there based on a tiered schedule uh, but that being said the folks have come on and like expansion markets for example we're generating opportunities for those involved and that comes at a much lower opportunity or a much lower split threshold rather so i think it depends on where they're at in their career and what that partnership looks like uh, from you know the beginning we started as a boutique brokerage in charlotte north carolina where we're based to you know a team that kind of covers this entire region we really want to brand ourselves at the carolina boys if you will and the carolina group because yes. our goal is to help everybody all over the Carolinas, North and South Carolina included. Yeah, well said. Out, it sounds like there might be some more M&A in the future here. This is, this is getting exciting. So, no, so fellas, if, if I didn't ask you, somebody would smack me the next time I saw him. So as we stand here today as we film this, interest rates are now at seven. Uh, you know, inflation is rampant and doesn't seem to have any there, – there's no there's – no, tell that says anything other than we hope by the end of summer next year it'll curtail which then interest rates will follow 90 days afterwards there's political unrest there's economic woes the job market is uncertain oh shit let's buy a house like there's a lot going on what yeah, are yeah. you guys doing today personally in your production and advising these you know these other 28 agents to be relevant to be thoughtful, to be understanding, but also get the job done and help people buy and sell real estate that want to. What what love plays are you um, running differently? Yeah, love that. Love that question. Um, I'll tell you, you know, I am just utilizing my experience. I know this is different than 2008, yep. but 2009 was my best year to date up to that point. And for, for me and us, we are... We're, we're putting the throttle down. We're, we're going, obviously, more video, more social. We're not going to stop spending on our farm. In fact, we're going to expand our farm. The pieces that hit the mailboxes now, we have great, we're going to have greater attention because everyone else is pulling back. So um, going all in with farm and then video. Um, and I would also say, furthermore, getting face-to-face. -face. We're doing more client events. Obviously, we're calling our sphere of influence, our database more regularly, but we are looking for every opportunity to go all in with face-to-face -face opportunities. We do uh, tailgates for all of our, you know, NFL Panther yeah. opportunities here, and you know, we're constantly reaching out to our database to connect with them, invite them to the tailgate. We have tremendous participation, but better than that, everyone is so thankful that we're inviting them. Right. Yes. So not everybody is able to come and be there to, for the face to face, but it gives us another reason to reach out to our database for the invite. What else, Mike? I'll totally 
Uh, I've heard it said like complexity is the enemy of execution. And you got to keep it simple. You just got to do it. So pick up the damn phone and start making calls every day. You right. know, like that's part of it. And there's the hourglass where we get our hour of power. We're going back to the beautiful basics, right? Prior to coaching, we were very random in terms of regular trainees. We would do it, but it wasn't as intentional as it is now to date. Um, and so, you know, we just tell ourselves every day, I refuse to participate in this recession. I love it. I love it. And what's great is you guys, I mean, with, I, you know, if you're listening only, I hope you go to my YouTube channel or watch some of this because they're, they're making these statements. You could see them physically engaged in what they're saying and doing as many podcasts I do, as many interviews I do, you can see guys, I can watch you and I can see they're doing it every day. Like your physiology is congruent with your words. Everything is aligned. Like there's no BS meters going off. You don't. You guys know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, totally. totally. Yeah. I mean, no, so I'm we're just, controlling controllables. You know, we're just we're just dialing in to what yep. we have control over, and just really trying to keep the blinders on and keep chopping wood. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, there's so much opportunity in your marketplace. I'm so proud of you guys. So, so closing thoughts. If you could just talk to every person that wants to start a team, every season team. Uh, team leader or somebody on the team who's listening right now and like, yeah, these guys really resonate for me. What's, what's like the next big thing for you guys to inspire somebody to move forward? Yeah. I mean, I mean, frankly, you know what, you gotta, you gotta buy, you gotta invest in something bigger than you can, what you can create individually. Okay. So for me, Mike and I connected, it's easier. Like many hands make light work that term for Mike and I being co-team leaders, it's a less difficult lift to create a team, right? A team that you want to be a part of, that you're very intentional about building. So I would tell you, like, that'd be my initial advice. Find someone that you align with, someone yep. that maybe you have a different skill set, but you there's a level of trust and you feel like you're on the same path. Yeah. Mike, Everybody. what do you got for us? Yeah, I mean, I think in part, like, it all comes down to, like, really knowing, like, what do you want to accomplish? Like, are you starting a team to make yourself feel good? Do you genuinely need the help? Or do you want to expand, like, something bigger, as you mentioned, Scott, bigger than yourself? Like, go down to what are you really doing? What are you building? Tom, you asked a great question. We answered that question earlier. You know, our goal is to create a great environment people want to come into the office to be a part of. So what that looks like for us is Friday dance parties. We like Friday dance parties. And yeah, we document, we have fun, but we're also slaying in the marketplace. And so I think it's a combination of like building something bigger than yourself and also having fun while you're doing it. And just don't losing sight of like what is right in front of you and where are you going from there? Yeah. And I will also add, I feel like, you know, for those folks that are listening, you know, it's okay to join a good solid team, right? You've been in the business a long time. You should have no qualms about aligning with somebody who already has something pretty special. So let it like either start a team or join a team, right? I think that's a long-term play. Operating as, you know, a solopreneur, I think if you're really pushing the boulder uphill on the long run. I loved your lines and I never heard it said this way before, Scott, many hands make lighter work. I mean, I've heard variations of the same message, but like that was spot on. So fellas, I appreciate you both so much. I can't wait to see you again face-to-face -face soon. If somebody wants to reach out, what's the best way for them to connect with you? If they've got a question, they want to go deeper, they, they want to understand more, how do they reach out to you guys? Yeah, totally. They can always give us a call uh, or find us on social. 
So our social channel as a team is Pridemore Properties and Scott Pridemore, Mike Hagee, Compass, Pridemore Properties. Yep. And your phone number? 704-491-9445. 704-562-0792. And we, all, we definitely, we cannot stop without giving a shout out to Jeff Mays, our coach. I mean, he has really, really helped us tremendously to think bigger. Okay. Yes. That's another thing. Like, let's rewind. Another another aspect that I really want people to hear, your coach allows you to think bigger, okay? Mm-hmm. That's huge. That has been like the mic drop for us, okay? Yes. Thinking bigger. I love really, it. Really, yes. When we yeah. leave our nose bloody a little bit, we're like, now we got to think a little bit. We got to dream a little bigger. So okay. That's Jeff. That's Coach Jeff at his best. Come on, guys. Let's go. Let's do something bigger. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. All right, you two. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for delivering value on this session today. And for my friend out there listening, look, there's no wrong way to do it. You got to decide your path. That's what I kept hearing with these two that, you know, you just got to know yourself. You got to know your customer, whether that's the agent or a brand new agent or experienced agent or the buyer and the seller, and then just deliver massive value, which It's a vague statement, but they've given you a bunch of insight on how they're doing it here. So listen to this one a few times, reach out to me if you got more questions and make sure you hit the like and notifications and all those fun little buttons all over the place. And we'll see you on the next Team Builder Show. Thanks so much, fellas.